And welcome to the Scale of Wisdom podcast brought to you by the Batul Foundation. Continuing with our discussion on paradise, the next subsection in Mizan al Hikmah is about those for whom paradise is guaranteed. The Holy Prophet is reported to have said, Whoever safeguards for my sake what is between his beard, meaning here his tongue, and what is between his legs, meaning here his private parts, I will safeguard paradise for him. So these two areas of the body are notorious for exemplifying certain types of sin, and if a person is able to safeguard these things for Rasulullah then he will be the guarantor of paradise for that person. In the next hadith, the Holy Prophet is reported to have said, Present me with six things, and I will present you with paradise. When you speak, do not lie. When you promise, do not break it. When you are entrusted with something, do not betray. Lower your gazes, guard your private parts. Restrain your hands and your tongues. So again here, if a person is able to do these six things, then the guarantor for him or her of paradise is Rasulullah wasallam. The next subsection speaks about those for whom paradise is forbidden. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Holy Quran, Indeed, whoever ascribes partners to Allah, Allah shall forbid him entry into paradise, and his refuge shall be the fire. So the act of shirk, or attributing partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is one of those acts or attitudes which prevents a person from entering heaven. The Holy Prophet wasallam is reported to have said, Paradise is forbidden to three types of people, one who is reproachful for his gifts, one who backbites, and one who imbibes alcohol. So when these characteristics are firmly rooted in a person, then they are prevented from entering paradise. In the next hadith, the Holy Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, A traitor and a deceiver will not enter paradise. And he ﷺ is reported to have said, Whoever assumes responsibility of taking care of a people, then deceives them, Allah forbids him entry into paradise. So you can see from these two hadiths that deception is one of those very serious instances which can prevent a person from entering into paradise. And of course it is with the persistence of these sins. If somebody repents and asks Allah for forgiveness and turns away from those actions and attitudes, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most forgiving and the most merciful. The next subsection speaks about the gates of paradise. In the Holy Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Gardens of Eden, whose gates are flung open for them. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, Heaven has eight doors. He who wants to enter any of these eight doors must cling onto four characteristics, charity, generosity, good manners, and refraining from harming any of the servants of Allah Almighty. So the concept here of heaven having doors metaphorically indicates towards certain pathways through which heaven is entered. And whoever wants to enter through these doorways has to have these characteristics of generosity, charity, good manners and refraining from harming people. Imam Ali is reported to have said, Paradise has eight doors. A door through which the prophets and the truthful ones will enter. A door through which the martyrs and the righteous will enter. Five doors through which our Shia and our lovers will enter. A door through which the rest of the Muslims will enter. That is, those who bear witness to you, there is no God but Allah, 
and who do not bear an atom's weight of enmity towards us, the Ahlul Bayt. So you can see here the condition for entering through the doors of heaven is that a person should not have any enmity in their heart towards Ahlul Bayt. The next subsection speaks about the ranks of paradise. In the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, But whoever comes to him with faith and has done righteous deeds, for such shall be the highest ranks. So a person who comes with faith and who has done righteous deeds, then they will receive high ranks in heaven. And again, the concept of ranks here indicate towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure with that servant and following on from that pleasure, the bounty and the mercy that that servant receives. And of course, the higher the rank in heaven, the more honored that person is in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a higher rank indicates a higher level of success. The Holy Prophet wasallam is reported to have said, there is a station in paradise that none can attain except a just leader, or one who has maintained relations with his kin, or who is forbearing with his family. So these three traits give rise to this specific station and level in paradise. Imam Ali is reported to have said, describing paradise, There are degrees differing in excellence and various stations. Imam Ali is also reported to have said, the people of paradise will gaze upon the stations of our Shia just as one of you gazes at the stars on the horizons of the sky. So being a Shia, being of those people who truthfully follow Ahlul Bayt, gives rise to stations which will be so lofty that the rest of the people of heaven will gaze upon those stations in the same way that we on earth gaze at the stars. Imam Zain al-Abidin is reported to have said, Adhere to the Qur'an. For Allah has created paradise and has made its stations in accordance with the verses of the Qur'an. So whoever reads the Qur'an, it will say to him, read and ascend. So whoever from among them enters paradise, there will not be a station higher than theirs except for the prophets and the truthful ones. So from this riwayah we can see that there is a strong relation between a person's knowledge and reading of the Holy Qur'an and the stations that are in paradise. And of course that should come as no surprise because of the lofty station of the Holy Qur'an as the final revelation to the Holy Prophet being a book that contains the most lofty meanings. And if a person is able to inculcate those meanings, then they raise in ranks of excellence, both in this world and of course in the next world. And of course reading the Qur'an here doesn't mean reading just in the sense of reading with the mouth and the tongue alone. Because there are many who read the Qur'an but also don't have good characteristics or good moral traits. Reading the Qur'an is reading it in such a manner that it has an effect. And it is those effects that will manifest on the Day of Judgment. Imam al-Sadiq is reported to have said, For the one who occupies the lowest station in paradise, were the humans and the jinn to appear as guests for him, nothing would diminish from him if he were to provide them all with food and drink. So the provision in heaven is so vast that a person could easily sustain all of the humans and the jinn. The next subsection speaks about the first to enter paradise. The Holy Prophet ﷺ said to Imam Ali ﷺ, The first four people to enter paradise will be you, me, Hassan and Hussein. And that of course is because of their lofty rank in front of Allah ﷻ. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is also reported to have said, the first of people to enter paradise will be the poor. So the first group among the people to enter the gates of paradise will be the poor people. And one of the reasons that is given is that because of the difficulty that they faced in this world, in not having that level of material bounty, 
will pay off in the next life because their accounting will be much easier. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is also reported to have said, The first to enter paradise will be the martyr and the servant who worshipped his Lord well. And Imam al-Baqir is reported to have said, Among the people of paradise, the first to enter therein will be the one who does good to others. So as you can see, these are all expressions of the lofty status of these groups of people. And they enter heaven first for different reasons. The next subsection speaks about the masters of the people of paradise. Imam Ali is reported to have said, The masters of the people of heaven are the pious and the righteous. And Imam Ali is reported to have said, The masters of the people of heaven are the sincere. And he is also reported to have said, The masters of the people of heaven are the generous and the pious. So what these traditions show us is that there will be many many more people in heaven other than those that hold these characteristics because the people that hold these characteristics are those that have a higher level. And that brings us on to the last subsection which speaks about the inclusiveness of paradise. The Holy Prophet ﷺ is reported to have said, All of you shall enter paradise except for the one who fled from Allah like the fleeing of a camel from its owner. So you can see here the beauty of this hadith in giving hope to the mu'mineen and the believers where the Holy Prophet ﷺ says that it is only those people that really run away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will not enter paradise. And Imam Zayn al-Abideen is reported to have said, O our followers, as for paradise, it will not escape you sooner or later, but do compete with each other to attain stations therein. So again here, when it comes to the Shia, because of their link to the Holy Prophet ﷺ and his household, they will enter heaven. But that should not make them lazy and should not make them run away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Instead, they should seek to gain those high positions within paradise because those are also important. Inshallah, in the next episode, we will speak about madness, al-junoon, wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi al-tayyibin al-tahirin.